This is episode number 213 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett. Here with me is Craig William. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad that you could join us for another live episode of the Homeowner Show here in the studio. How you doing, Kev? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah? It's late. It is late. <laughs> it's late here in the Homeowner we, Show we studio. Are, we are the late night edition of home improvement. We're, we're, we're going to have to change the way we talk if that's the case. <laughs> we're going to have to bring it down. Bring it down. Talk like this. Yeah. Put some on the end of our words. Yeah, well, I, I have grown accustomed over the last few days to no sleep. <laughs> you've, so, been, you've been uh, out in the wild. In the wild. Yeah. Where I belong. <laughs> where, where, where the men belong. That's right. There are certain books that have been written about that. Yeah, well... I don't know if they know anything, but no, they probably don't. But <laughs> I have been out in the. I, it hasn't really been out in the wild, but I've been out in. You, here's the thing, man. Is like I hear like city pronunciations are dumb. Well, we're gonna get into that later. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I've either been in Uvalde, yeah, or Uvalde. It really depends on who you're talking to. So I I would say Uvalde, uh, but there are a I, lot of people that say Uvalde. Uvalde, yeah, yeah. I prefer Uvalde myself. It just, you know, sits in the back of my tongue rather nicely. But it's, it's a lot less country. <laughs> a little more city, a lot Uvalde. less Uvalde. Uvalde. I'm yeah. down in Uvalde. <laughs> so this this place is, like, if you were to have said Uvalde, like, a year ago, uh-huh. most people, most people, I, I, I had a friend who lived there for a while, uh-huh. so I know where it is, but most people would be like, where? Right. But right now, well, I mean, unless I mean, unless you're a hunter, yeah. If you're a hunter, I mean, you knew you knew about Uvalde for a long time. Sure, I, I didn't know this. Like, it is the uh, trophy buck capital of Texas. I did not know that. Yeah, like more trophy bucks have come out of out of that area of Texas than any other part, and like the biggest and the best have come from there. Yeah, um, interesting. I mean, I, I'm not thoroughly surprised, but I I, I was unaware of that. But I mean, like. Recently, it's recently, been in the news. yeah, it's it's major major in the news. So so I was I was there dove hunting. Yeah, um, and we had a great time. Um, you know, brought home some meat to feed the family. Yep, mostly like snacks. Um, yeah, because doves are not that big. Dove are kind of small. Yeah. It's not <laughs> like a turkey you killed. <laughs> but I had fun doing it. Yeah. Um, but I I went down there with a group from my church, and we got done hunting on uh, Saturday morning. And uh, one of the guys that was leading our group said, hey, I think it'd be a really good idea if we just went over into Uvalde and went over to Robb Elementary mm. and just spent some time praying. Sure. Uh, for the city, for the people, uh, for the kids, for the families. Um, and so we did. We went We went to that, that place, uh, you know, where the horrible shooting took place. Um, and, it, like, uh, I, th- I think the best way I can describe it is just ghastly. Mm. It's um it was it was really dark to walk into that place. Yeah. Um and, and for for those of you that don't know, I mean like a lot of people were like, you know, what's going to happen when they go back to school? They're not going to school there. Right. Like that that place is shut down. Right. It's boarded up, it's fenced, you can't get into it even if you want it. I mean like I guess you could if you really wanted to. Um but like the way 
the way things are there, like you don't really want to go near the building. Right. Um, and the, the city for whatever reason has just allowed the stuff in front of the school to continue to pile. Mm. And, and, and so like, while you want there to be this memorial there and, and allow a space for people to grieve, um, there's just like deteriorating like stuffed animals and like handwritten notes that people have written that are now faded and, uh, mm. you can't read anymore. Right. Um, and, and so it's just, it's, and, and so like, you know, we're, we're all there in like our, our camo, which I, I imagine was kind of like odd <laughs> to a lot of the people. Cause there's a lot of houses really, really close to the school. Sure. Um, I mean, I mean, most elementary schools are built in neighborhoods. Sure. Most of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like there was like people out, you know, like working in their yard yeah. while we were there. Yeah. And you know, there was like, you know. 40 or 50 of us guys there in camo just, you know, hanging out in the front yard of the school, walking around looking at the different memorials of, of the kids and the teachers and the notes and the things that people had left. And while we're there, there's other families who are, like, are, are there as a family. Right. You know, just kind of walking through all of that mess. Um, and it was... Uh, it, 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 it was a powerful thing to go and experience and do. And so we did. We, we spent some time praying for the city and, and for the families and for the kids and, and for you know, just everything that's the, the trauma that's still there. And I mean, like there was tons of people in the city square still protesting uh, while we were there, which was, I mean, just, just this past Saturday. Wow. Um, and, and so it was, you know. Very, very palpable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, there's there's lots of signs in the city about what all's going on there. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't want to, like, critique the city or whoever's in charge of letting what what's going on in front of the school go on. Um, I, I just don't know that it's the best thing. And I, I don't want them to tell them, like, I don't want to sound like, hey, I'm trying to say, like, hey, you guys just need to move on. Um but like it's it's a dark thing to walk into that um, mess, mm-hmm. and and maybe that's what they're trying to do. I I, I don't know. Um, so, but like it, it doesn't. It, it just doesn't seem like something that's helping helping anybody move on. And it's it's still fresh, and maybe they just don't need to yet. Yeah, um, I mean it's there. There's a lot wrapped up in in. I mean, everything surrounding that. It's a small community. Yeah. Baldy's not big. No. Um, it's it's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's in a... I think it's just that area. I mean, it, it, just because of where it sits. Yeah. But even still, like, it's, it's not... It, a, it, it is a very much a rural community. It is. Uh, by, by and large. Um, but, like, you, you kind of... You, you you drive the main drag, Uvalde, and like you're you're gonna see most of the stuff you see. And I mean, like, there's some McDonald's, there's, you know, there's there's an HEB, there's is there Chick Fil A. You know, I don't remember seeing a Chick Fil A. Mm. Um, but I mean, there's there's plenty of other fast food places. Sure, not that you know, obviously Chick Fil A is better. Yes. Um, except on Sunday. <laughs> God bless them. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, all, all that all that to say, I think. Um, 
you know, I, I think part of the reason that, that people get so up in arms about things like that is because they want to help and they don't know how. Mm. And the only thing they know to do is to get angry. Sure. Um, and I, I think, I think there's nothing wrong with being angry about something like that. It's worth being angry about. Um, you know, but I, I, I will interject just my own personal beliefs. I, I, I do think one of the best things that you can do is, is to pray. Mm. Um, and, 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 you know, if you're not a prayerful, prayerful person, you know, maybe, maybe meditate on it. Um, and, uh, allow, you know, better, better ideas and solutions to come to mind at what are of, of things that you can do to be, to be helpful. Because I, you know, so, so many times I think people believe that the best thing that we can do is, you know, like protest or take action or, you know, make a petition or do these kinds of things rather than just love on people mm. um, and be there for them um, and support them. Uh, Cause that, that's, that's one of the most powerful things that you can do. And most of us just don't know how to love and support other people. But it's not hard. I mean, if you just ask yourself, like, what it would, if you, if you put yourself in your shoes, if I was going through this, what would I want somebody to do for me? Yeah. If anything. Yeah. I mean, because some people to heal just need to be left alone for a little bit mm. and then they can come back and talk about it and, and you know, process. Yeah. Um, and these, these people, you know, and I, I even felt a little bit of that on myself while we were there. I was like, is the best thing for us to even show up? To yeah. be there, mm. um, but you know, none none of the community. I think I think for them, they've kind of become numb to it. Yeah, for other people to be present in their community, you know, because it was such a big deal for such a you know a, a good long while, and sure. still still is. Sure, I mean, there's there's still being news stories and media presence there in that city. Yeah. Um. So anyway, just my just my two cents, my my little experience down there. Um, I'm glad I had it. Yeah. I, I think it was really good for me to just go and see, um, and, and remind myself that it's a real place and a real thing. So do you, I mean, maybe this is obvious and I'm just not being obvious here, but is it, is it like shut down and boarded up because of, um, just the high emotions or there's just, there's damage in there. And so you can't, the, it, or it's just still I, I crime did, scene. I did see some damage. I did see some damage to the property that had nothing to do with the shooting. Okay. Um, there was like a tree that fell over. Okay. Um, I th- I think my my and I don't know. Sure. I mean, obviously, I I'm only asking the question because I don't I don't know. The, the, I mean, like there are some things that I do know. Um. Uh, I I, I would imagine that it shut down just because of just like the rawness yeah. of that place. That, that's my primary guess. Um, I, I also know that like, um, cause one, one of my buddies that was on the trip is, uh, uh, uh high up at HEB and was telling me that, and I don't think HEB let it like, I, they may have kept it quiet. I don't know. But if, the, if they, if they did shame on them. Um, but I mean, n- not really cause like that's kind of who they are. They donated like ten million dollars to the city of Uvalde to build a new school for those kids. Wow! Um, so, like, you know, they had a lot of money coming in. Sure. And and so, like, you know, it's it's that's one of those instances where like, well, you've got the money. Like, this seems like to be like a better option for all sure. those kids to not sure. have to walk those halls. Um, and if they if they got the space to build it, they got the money. Just do it. 
Sure. So I think that's what's going on. Okay. I think they're building a new building uh, for those kids. Oh, that's good. So that's good. Which is also to me like, if that's your reason, then why not clean up that space? Yeah. And just not let it become like a rot in a, st- a stench. Who knows, man? I mean, you have to imagine the people that live super close to there are like, could it just go away? Yeah. Could it just go away? And, and I'm sure eventually they'll probably tear it down or something. Well, so here, here's the other thing about that, man, is like, uh, and I hate to spend so much time on this because we actually we actually have a pretty cool episode tonight. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, but like I would I would imagine there's a lot of stuff there that would be worth cataloging. Oh, I'm sure. You know, and like preserving. But they're not doing that. Mm. You know, they're just letting it rot outside in the weather and the rain and the sun. Yeah. Um, and that, that was the part, that was one of the things that really bothered me about it is like there's a, there's a lot of like personal notes and like poems that people had written about what was happening there and like just, I mean, just for posterity. Sure. Like shouldn't we like be picking some of these things up and like like someone had built like these wooden altars uh, to each of the kids that had fallen that day. And like they were just rotting wow. out there. And I was like, actually, I think the saddest part is that none of this is going to be preserved. Right. Or remembered. Yeah. And it, I mean, because eventually all of that stuff will just go to dust and rot. Sure. Yeah. So anyway. Not why that's not the purpose of the episode. Not at all. But it's good stuff. It's yeah. good stuff to think about. Well, I mean, it was it was what I was doing the last three yeah. days. So yeah. Sure. Um, but no, what we're here to talk about, we've, we've been going on through this series of the top five cities in some different categories. Right. And so the next one we want to get to is the best small cities. Sure. In America, because some of the, some of the other cities that have come up in the list, um, some of them have been, most of them have been like suburbs of like larger metropolitan areas. Right. Um, and, and so I think this, uh, you know, th- this is one worth mentioning uh, because I think there's a lot of people who, you know, after the last two years are ready to get out oh, yeah. of some of the big cities and, oh, yeah. and experience a different kind of lifestyle, you know, and with, you know, the uh, access of the internet to do your job remotely, maybe even work from home, you know, the the potential of living in a small city where, where you have access to those kinds of things is a real possibility. And sure. I think there's a lot of people that, you know, kind of feel like I'd be happier, uh in a small, smaller town with less people and, you know, and, and are willing to trade uh, amenities and, you know, maybe, you know, less high-end restaurants for small town feel. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I grew up in a small town. Um, mm. and well, let's not make the case but, against it. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me, the, the one I grew up in is not on this list, <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I, 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 there's a lot of amazing things about growing up in a small town. I mean, where I, where I grew up was small West Texas town, mm-hmm. you know, like 10,000 people. Um, everybody knew everybody. And it's just kind of one of those deals where it's like, man, there's, there's so much to be said about, um, about the opportunities to grow up with the same people, um, your entire life. And, uh, you know, when you go back, they're still the same people that are there, you know? Um, I don't know. We didn't have a Chick-fil-A in my, <laughs> in my town. In fact, um, it somehow there was like survived. A, yeah, there was like a Subway and a McDonald's. That was about it uh, back then. And Taco Villa. Ooh. Yeah, Taco Villa is good. Uh, anyway, 
Um, is that one of those fast food restaurants that's like only for your small town? No, no. That, I mean, Taco Village are kind of in that West Texas area. Okay, but but they're yeah they're kind of local there. Gotcha. It's it's, it's weird because they got like it's, it's fast food Mexican food, but they've got French fries. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, they're actually pretty good French fries. Anyway, um, so so yeah, I, I think there's a lot of value in in the idea of of these small towns. Um, you know, a lot of times the cost of living is a lot lower. Um, you know, the the political nature of the area is typically a lot a lot different, a lot simpler. Um, you know, the idea of oh, I gotta I gotta make all the money so that I can do all the things is just not the quite the same right. as it is in, in a lot of a lot of places that are larger and more bustling, more metropolitan. Yeah. Um it's just a different pace of life, you mm. know. And I think you're right. So I think this is an interesting list for us to go through. Yeah. So real real quick, um, let me let me go through. So th- this is another Wallet Hub uh, list. So we're taking the top five out of Wallet Hub, and this was based off of 1,300 U.S. cities that were compared, uh, and all of these cities had populations between 25,000 and 100,000, and they were all based off 43 key indicators of livability. Uh, that ranged from housing costs, school system, restaurants per capita, on and on and on. I, honestly, like I like that that number, the population size, because again, you go down to the size that I grew up in, like ten thousand, and my wife would even laugh at that because she grew up in a smaller town than that. <laughs> um, I, there comes a point when it's so small that you just don't have anything. Sure. So growing up, you know, or or raising a family, twenty five to one hundred. You're still going to have a lot of things, but it's still going to have a very small town feel to it for sure. Okay. So, yeah. So, are you ready to get into this? Yeah. Let's do the first one. All right. So, the first one is going to be Reading, Massachusetts. Well, it's Reading. Uh, yeah. I know that they think that. Um, <laughs> I refuse to enunciate that word when it's spelled Reading. <laughs> so, it's not the only Reading uh-huh. in the area. Because the most famous one is Reading, Pennsylvania. Right, and they're wrong too. And uh, there's a you know a pretty famous railroad mm-hmm. associated with uh, the there's the Reading Railroad uh-huh. in Monopoly. But no one no one calls it that. No, but that's what it is in Monopoly, and it comes from Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, everyone calls it the Reading Railroad. Yeah, they do. Mostly because they all grew up with Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Reading Railroad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that at all. <laughs> It's because a show called Reading Rainbow is not the same. Wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> just like your town name. Yeah. Also, they were actually talking about reading <laughs> in the Rainbow show. That's right. <laughs> it was about books. Um, anyway, why it's Reading, I don't know. Doesn't really matter. I think you could actually make the argument these towns are actually deterring reading <laughs> and comprehension. Uh, well, if they're, yes. So, Reading or reading, however you want to pronounce it. Uh-huh. Uh, it, I mean, twenty right, right at twenty five thousand. Is that their population? I mean, that's a old census, but it's the most common. I mean, yeah. but it's the latest one on Google. It's like right bumping right up twenty four seven. Yeah, so uh, I mean, like, so let me let me back up just a little bit. So, like, there's five metrics by which they are determining uh, best small city. Okay, uh, one is affordability. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is economic health. Right. Another category is education and health. 
another category, quality of life, and then safety. Mm. Um, and part of the reason that reading is um, reading Massachusetts is up so high is because they're number three in education and health and number nine in safety. Yes, yeah, I mean, of of thirteen hundred, yeah, that's a those are pretty high numbers. Those are impressive. Uh, now, their quality of life is in the thousands. Yeah, but <laughs> but their health and education and their safety pretty high. Yeah, and I'm not so. I'm not really sure what it is that determines quality of life. Um, because yeah, again, knows. again, that seems like a rather subject subjective category, right? Um, because I think different people have different definitions as what makes a quality life. Um, most of the rest of them are are, are pretty like empirical yeah. pieces of data. Um, I, I'd be interested to know what they use to determine quality of life. I'm sure they have it listed somewhere. Um, I mean, the, the numbers are really weird to me because, like, whenever you look at the rest of the numbers on the list, mm-hmm. um, like number one on the list, they, the numbers don't look. They look worse yeah. to me, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, I, I think their total score winds. At, I don't know what. I don't know what term. I think they add everything up, probably divide by five or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I would actually but, imagine some of the categories count for more, or or yeah, probably, more probably than the other ones. Yeah. So anyway, do we do we know anything like significant about? I I mean, as far as the the town itself. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, it's interesting. Like, the the average income in the area is like one hundred thirty thousand. That's impressive. Which is, uh, yeah, it's really impressive. Like, are there, are there like um, any like industries there that are? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, basically, I mean, cause uh, it's not it's not crazy expensive to live there. No, I mean it's it's only it's only sixteen miles north of Boston, mm-hmm. um, but I, so you know it's got a lot of history as far as that goes. Um, but I mean, I mean it's just a small town. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, then I don't num- see anything crazy about it. Number four is actually from the same state. Yeah, Lexington. Yeah, I've, I mean Massachusetts. I've, I've actually heard of Lexington, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, not what Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Lexington. Lexington. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we we're gonna get fired. <laughs> we're gonna get absolutely fired. Um, but I'll tell you the most interesting thing to me about Lexington is it receives a number one. Yeah, uh, like the the very top on uh, education and health. Yeah, that is, that is impressive. So I mean, as far as the city itself goes. Um, I mean, the population is slightly higher. It's about thirty-four thousand. Um, so it's also I mean, famous it's, for the American Revolutionary War. It's where the very first shot was fired. Yeah. So you got that yeah. going on. I think that's probably why I've heard of it before. <laughs> uh, but again, I mean, like everything in Massachusetts, it's not far from Boston. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there, there's a pretty, pretty famous statue there, the Minutemen. Uh, Minuteman statue and the Revolutionary uh, Monument is there. So, I mean, you know, like I said, that whole area, that Boston area, there's just tons and tons of history in that place. I mean, it's it's saying that the age of this city is about 309 years. Yeah. So. That's a long time. That's a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for America, America is 
not been around that long. No. 400 years, something like that. So. I don't, I'm, someone's going to correct me, but it's not that much longer well, than that. No, I mean, like, the bicentennial was in 1976. Yeah. So, I mean, it hasn't been around. No. This city's older than the United States. Right. Exactly. So. Okay. I was actually looking to see what some of the uh, recreation was there. It's not impressive. No. I mean, again, we're talking about small cities here. I mean, this isn't going to be like the most happening place in the world. Although, um, safety again is a, is a, I mean, it was, it's actually higher than the previous one, which makes sense. I mean, it's, you know, it's a higher ranked city, but number, number one in, in education and health is impressive. Yeah. Uh, the economic health is actually pretty high compared to the, I mean, like, you know, out of it's number 37. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. So, but again, like I want to know what that means. Yeah. Um, economic health. I, I, I for who? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess what what I would I mean I kind of think about what it might mean. Economic health to me just means that like, yeah, there's plenty of employment opportunities. I would imagine employment is high. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it's not difficult to get high employment when you have a lower population. It's true. Um, I don't know what. Do you know what the population of? The- yeah, it was like thirty four thousand. Okay, that's not. Yeah, yeah that's not terribly no, high. I mean, it's not that high. It's not super low though. Sure. You know, it's um, a decent number. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's that's number four. Number three, Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah. So again, what's interesting about this to me is its proximity to a large city. <laughs> it's still close. I mean, Brentwood is not far from Nashville. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, it's kind of it's pretty close actually. <laughs> um, it's got a population. Again, it's a little bit larger. It's uh, almost. What? Almost 50,000, like 40, 43,000, something like that. When this thing I just pulled up, it actually describes it as one of the more affluent suburbs of Nashville. Yeah, it is. So, have you ever been to Brentwood, the area? I've never, well, I've only ever been to like two cities in Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. So, Brentwood and is. And Brentwood ain't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brentwood's kind of the, um, it's kind of the woodlands of. Nashville? The, yeah, the Nashville area. Okay. It's, it's um, it's got a lot of like they've got a the Greens Point Mall area is like this super nice ritzy area. Well, that's um, way different than the Greens Point in Houston. Yeah, did I say <laughs> Greens Point? I think it's called the Greens. I think it's just called the Greens. I, I'm probably wrong about all of it, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely. I mean, that's kind of the place where all, all the nice, huge, massive homes are in Brentwood. I mean, okay. it's, it's. I mean, there's some unbelievably nice places. And so obviously there. like concert venues are going to be rather popular there. Uh-huh. Yep. <clears throat> yep. And so, you know, uh, again, what's interesting to me though, is you've got these, I mean, I know cause I've seen them in these massive homes, mm-hmm. um, but on affordability, it's like number 28. Yeah. So, I mean, it's affordability is pretty high in affordability. Yeah. Um, probably what that is, you know, based off what's there, it's affordable for what it is. Maybe. Yeah. Because I mean, like, it doesn't have, it doesn't rank really high in any of the categories. No. But, you know, it, it it's consistent. It's con- like, it's, it's <laughs> pretty even keeled across the board. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, which, you know, for me, that might actually be the one that's the most palatable, right? Because, 
all of those things are going to be there. Yeah. Rather than and, one of them being and it's really the high and the other one being <laughs> low. Yeah, it's, it's south of the Mason-Dixon line, so I'm, I'm cool with it because um, i gotta, I got to maintain that stat. Um, but I do, I, yeah. I, I do like Tennessee, by the way. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's a cool state. Yeah, I agree. Um, so anyway, that's that's number three. Yep. And, Let's and move so on to number two. Car- Carmel, Indiana. Carmel, Indiana, or caramel? I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I would imagine, or, or Carmel. I think it's probably caramel. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't. Oh. I've never been there. I haven't either. But it's in Indiana. It's in the number two I've, small city in the United States. And I've never been to Indiana, so it's one of the states Indiana. I've not been I to. I think I've been to, no, I haven't been to Indiana. No, probably not. It's north. Hoosiers. <laughs> yeah. It's Go Hoosiers. North-ish. North-ish. <laughs> Midwest. I think that maybe, is that Midwest? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, people, I, look, geometry is not my best subject, so... <laughs> <laughs> Although I've mentioned this before. Geography, that should be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> pe- people in southern Illinois uh-huh. consider them, themselves southerners. How? In, in, like in reference to the state? Because <laughs> it's way up there. Yeah, I mean, because like. In comparison what, to us. I, what, is, what is it that's just, is it Missouri that's just south of there? Well, yeah, I yeah, it would be. But Is that right? Got, yeah, but then you got like, there's like. Three states below I mean, it. <laughs> for, for those of us in the actual South, <laughs> yeah. like Missouri is north, right? Like, it's a little too far. Yeah, um, Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> the state of misery. Yeah, there's a lot of different things we can call this place. That's right. And so, like, you go north of Missouri, and it's yes. like, you're, no, yeah, it's north. It's way up like, there. You you just left the gray area. Yeah, it's up there for yeah. sure. And we don't even dislike Missouri. I mean, it's like, yeah, but like. Once you go north of there, I mean, like, come on. Yeah. So, I'm with you. But anyway. Well, okay, so as far as, like, population goes, Carmel, I'm just going with Carmel. Sure. Uh, again, we're, we're bumping up on numbers. We're almost at 100,000 for this place. Um, but, again, we are in a suburb of a pretty large place, mm-hmm. which is Indianapolis. Sure. Um, so, you know, it's close to 100,000 people. Um, it a huge area it spans 49 square miles yeah can you imagine i can like that's that's a lot of space for just a hundred thousand people i mean that's a it's pretty amazing um so what is it known for you ready safety right well it's known for its biking and walking trails biking and walking trails <laughs> <laughs> and great restaurants and a very robust arts scene and uh-huh. a winery. It's like, honestly, it sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a great place to live. I mean, that sounds fun to me. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Some of the original settlers for, oh, it was originally called Bethlehem. Really? Yeah. And was founded by Quakers. Interesting. Maybe it should, maybe it was supposed to be called Camel. I'm trying to see why so walked it was in on a camel. changed. Probably not though. It was actually founded in 1837. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time ago. I, I, I know nothing about this place. Um, 
Well, Brentwood's the only one on the list that I oh, know so it, about. Oh, so it changed names in 1846 when they established a post office, and it was called Carmel. Oh. I mean, probably there was like... Mounts. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So there were... Oh, and now... Sorry. No, I'm incorrect. It was not renamed in 1846. There was a post office established as Carmel in 1846, and then much later on, the town of Bethlehem was renamed Carmel in 1874 due to the need of a post office. Oh, <laughs> so the post office was established as the Carmel Post Office. There was a need, and for thirty a years post later, office. they changed it because we need a post office. This is, and there was already a post office named Carmel. This is um, the logic of the times. Yeah. So, so, but number two, number two. Yeah, yeah I mean, and and when you kind of look at the um, the rank, overall rank scores. really high in affordability, economic health, and safety. Right. Everything else it sucks at. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that it sucks, but it's definitely, I mean. Quality of life is pretty low. Quality of life is 275 out of 1,300. So, uh, I mean, it's on the top 50%. It's the upper echelon as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, but still, it's. The next one's the one that boggles my I mind. don't understand. How is it possible with the numbers that they're showing? Mm-hmm. I mean, these are their numbers. I mean, let's just go... Th- okay, let's tell, tell them what it is. It's Sammamish... Sammamish, Washington. Washington. Yeah. Sammamish, Washington. So here's what's crazy. Um, it gets a high score, but affordability is 178. And then this is something that's going to help it tremendously. Its economic health is a th- number three. Right. Okay, that's, that's pretty big. But then education and health, 57... The quality of life is the worst on the list tonight. Close, on close our to, list. yeah, twelve twenty-eight. It's like almost. That, that's why I said I think the different the categories are you know score, weighted weighted differently. Yeah, because there's no way that they could have that low of a score in quality of life and be the number one. So, like I would imagine, economic health has to be the Pretty most high. Yeah, the highest valued category because it ranks the highest of the top five. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't doesn't rank crazy high in affordability. It's one seventy eight. Education and health is okay. It's fifty seven. Safety's pretty good. It's thirty. Yeah. Um, but quality of life one thousand two hundred twenty eight. Yeah. So so like there's I mean like maybe because it's like in close proximity to Seattle, maybe and it just rains all the time. Kind of so people are sad and gloomy all yeah, the time. Exactly. Um, I don't know. But, Could be, but it doesn't make like so. You're you're probably right because when I when you look at the number one on the list for quality of life, it is Myrtle Beach, which I can kind of understand that. Sure. Have you ever been to Myrtle Beach? Nope. It's kind of a nice place. Okay. Um, got tons of golf courses there. It's just it's right on the beach. I mean, it's a nice place, but it ranks in the fiftieth percentile. It's like, um, no, not the fiftieth percentile. Fifteenth percentile, mm-hmm. and it scores in the fifties. So, like the quality of life thing is um, very interesting. Yeah. Whenever you look at like the best on the economic health, the number one is um, in the ninety eighth percentile. Yeah. So you're probably right that somehow the economic health of a place is gaining. I mean, when, when I look at the but rest... But, Kevin, money doesn't make people happy. Mm, 
But it'll buy you a boat. <laughs> it'll buy you a truck to pull it. I, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, like, pe- people that say that, like, don't... Like, yeah, I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. But the, but the reality of it is, when you can buy the things that make you happy, you're... Everyone, cool. everyone who's ever been miserable doesn't look at money and go, that won't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And they just don't. No. It's like, it might help. Right. Now, I'll, I'll say this. I, I, I mean, realistically, I've been to probably, I, I think I've been to some of the poorest places on the planet. I've been to some of them, too. And, yeah. and there's very happy and, people there. They're very happy. Like, they're, but that being said, like, if you told them, Dude, like I would, I could come in here and build you a home with electricity and, you know, air conditioning and a freaking nice truck. Yeah, they probably wouldn't be like, you know what? I don't need. That. I'm good. Yeah, they'd I'm be good. like, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on, right? Every time. And and the people that that have those things, whatever it is, like the mansion with all the vehicles and all yeah. that kind of stuff. If you're like, look. You'd be a lot happier if you didn't have all this money. Yeah. Let me it, show you. I'm going right. to take it away. <laughs> yeah. And they'd probably be like, get out. Yeah. You know? I, I I just don't think that there's any logical scenario where you look at life and go, my life would be better with less money. Yeah. So, I mean, now, I would hope that those people are like, my life is great because I have money and I'm able to bless a lot of people with it. Yeah, and that to me, that's amazing. I, I think but the, still, I think the difference is is when you find your meaning and yeah. your significance and your purpose in those things. Sure, and I, I think that's why so many people without money are able to be happy and content without them. Sure, because so many people who are miserable find their meaning in things uh, outside of themselves. You know, either mm. they're comparing themselves to other people or just. You know the the desire of things that they don't have or things that are unattainable, um, but the people that are like truly happy are it's not because they have less, so therefore they are happy, but mm. they're more content with themselves. Sure, um, I believe that to be true. So I, I do think that that money can create superficial happiness for sure, and I think the lack of money can doesn't necessarily breed the same opportunity for yeah. superficial happiness. Like if, 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 if people really believed that money makes you miserable, we should be working really hard to make more people poor. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Now, I realize that some of you think that people are trying to do that to you anyway. No, but, I mean, the government literally here in America handed out checks and checks and checks and checks yeah. for people to have more money and everyone was miserable and that, anyway and they were still miserable and yeah. guess what we had to pay taxes on all that so <laughs> that was dumb so the government was happy and you continued to be miserable that's right so <laughs> yeah that's the way it goes yep yep yep, yep. so well i mean i don't know what else to say about it other than the best small cities to live in america like to be quite honest i think i'd enjoy living in some of them i, I think there's some i'd be okay with so. i mean probably brentwood yeah um, I, I mean, one, I mean, I would be miserable in all the other four, mostly because my wife wouldn't live with me. Oh. In any of them. Sure. Like, it gets below, like, 
50 degrees. She's out. She's out. See, I, I don't know. I when, like so I've got to go south in order. Like I got to go mm. further south in order for her to be happy. Yeah, see, I so I lived in Little Rock for a long time. And I loved the changing of the seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still hot and humid in the summer, <laughs> just like it is here. But I, I love the the fall. Mm-hmm. Beautiful leaves changing. You know, that's that's one of the places. That's one of the few places she'd be willing to go to that actually does get cold. Yeah. So, well, anything else we need to talk about with this I list? I don't think so. No, I, think I mean, this like, is about it. If you want to look at the list, I think we'll post a link in the show notes. Um, if you want to check it out, there are some cities in Texas. Um, let's see. Some of them that pop up are South Lake, Cedar Park. Uh, Dallas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what that is. So um, there there are a surprising number of cities in Massachusetts. The Northeast. On this list. Yeah. Um, Apparently. Even some in New York. I don't see any in California. Am I reading that right? Which is surprising. The wallet Hub is usually very favorable <laughs> towards California. <laughs> yes, um, they are. In, at least in our research. At least, yeah, we've th- seen. Thus far. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing a couple in Ohio. Um, I, honestly, I'm not seeing cities that I thought I would see on this. Yeah. Um, but it could be that this the states that I'm thinking of just don't have enough cities in that narrow uh, population well, be, range. Yeah, because a lot of small cities are, are below 25,000. Right. What, what you and I would consider a small city, a lot of them are way smaller than that. Right. And once you get into, like, the suburbs, a lot of cities have 150,000, more, Yeah, you know. I'll have to look into it and see if they have, like, the best rural communities. Huh. Um, see if there's something like that. Because That'd I, be interesting. I think that's something that a lot of people who have mobility are looking more towards is... You know, I mean, maybe there's something like this because it's an easy step down, but like more rural. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anything else you want to add? No, man, I, I think that's about it. Thank cool. you, uh, everyone, for downloading today's episode. We appreciate it very, very much. If you have not already, please go and like and subscribe to our channel. And uh, we're available on Facebook, YouTube, um, anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, you can find us and uh, we'd love for you to go on apple podcast i got it right this time and uh give us a rating interview that'd be fantastic but you know what until next time see you later see you